Hey, what's up? It's Lestro. And even though Guru and I are on vacation this week doing some family things and getting ready for the NFL season, we've still got a fresh trash talk radio for you. So stay tuned for a special interview we've got with a couple of guys from Toronto Talk Sports to talk AFC East. Then hang around, we got a special repeat game time for you, but one you probably haven't heard. Trash Talk Radio and TrashTalkRadio.com. Make sure you check it out. Here we go. Cue the Jagaloons. <laughs> Trash Talk Radio back on the air. Guru, we've got our special guest coming to us this week all the way from Toronto, Canada. Other side of the country. You no, know we love the other six, country. Baby. We love this six. Other country. Other country. Other side of the country. Other side of our we country. We love the six, baby. We love the six. Our special guest is our Milo and Hez from Toronto Talk Sports. TorontoTalkSports.com. Guys, welcome to the show. Yes, sir. Welcome, <laughs> fellas. Thanks for going on, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, Seattle. So let's uh, let's show we know everybody knows who you guys are. So you guys tell which is which. I'm uh, Milo, and uh, I'm Chocolate Hez. That's all I hear. The darker chocolate. <laughs> hey, hey man, this hey TTR is only big enough for one dark chocolate. All right, there's one dark chocolate, but you know what? We can make exception because it's two different countries. That's right. right. You gotta have yeah. a Canadian version. You got the Canadian dark chocolate version, and we got the American version, man. Yeah, and we yeah, both got a vanilla puddings right here, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right, all right. Yes, sir. Well, fellas, before we get started here, we're here to talk a little bit of NFL preview. We're going to do AFC East with our boys out there. So let's just get it started and ask you, where do you root? Who are your teams? So I'm a, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm All right, that's going to be the end of the interview. Thanks for playing. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun. Um, bye-bye to the six. No, Good no. night, Canada. <laughs> my, my loyalty lies in the AFC North, man. <laughs> what about you, Hez? Hey, I'm a Pats fan, man. Uh, That's love, even worse. Like, uh, Belichick, Tom Brady, let's get it done. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Well, as an Eagles fan, I would just like to say, uh, yeah. Uh, and as a right now, as a free agent fan, we're leaning towards Kirk Cousin. I'm yeah. still in the wing. So, <laughs> you know, I, I can't really say. I was born a Redskins fan. You know, I still bleed burgundy and gold, but right now we're kind of our marriage is kind of going through a separation. It's a bit thing. rocky. It's a little bit rocky because they let go of my my commitment. I think, I think my the Redskins quarterback. need to change their name. The Redskins need to change their name. I agree one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. Has me and has. We're on this one. So, boys, you're not Bills fans? Don't they get to, Don't you get games up there from the uh, Buffalo Bills don't from time to time? Don't you get free tickets to go down and watch the Buffalo craps? I mean, uh, yeah, the Buffalo just, Bills? Well, I, I, all I know them of is jumping through tables. Yeah. Going oh, pretty crazy, but no, no, no. No uh, Bills fans here. Yeah, it's probably, they're actually actual football fans. That's the, uh, that's the problem with the Bills up there. <laughs> So, fellas, let's talk a little bit about the AFC East this year. Uh, It has been, for years, the Patriots division. And, frankly, I almost blame the rest of the division on this because they've been been awful and sort of giving this division. The the division of shitholes, I call it. Just just giving the division away to the Patriots year after year, man. Since uh, since I've been watching the division, I think the Jets made the playoff maybe one or two times with with Rex Ryan. Yep. When they have Revis. Yep. Um, I remember... Remember the Dolphins when they had 
that wildcat bullshit phenomenon for one year. Yep. They might make the playoff. Uh, Bills made it last year, the first Bills time made in forever. First time in since uh, who knows the 90s. when. So it's like, and I always ask this question: Is Tom Brady the greatest goat ever to have the easiest path to being great from any great players? That's my question. I want to ask. That's a good question. I'll let him answer since he's the Patriots fan. Well, <laughs> certainly, guys, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a, obviously I'm a Patriots fan, as I said. The AFC is by far the weakest division, not just in the NFL, but perhaps in all of the major sports, the North American major sports. And has Tom Brady hasn't had an easy path to the conference finals, to the AFC championship. Sure, he's had an easy path. He's taken advantage of obviously, you know, weaker competition. Incompetence, um, owners, ownership, and yeah, GM. everywhere around, man. Absolutely, but you you have to be good. You have to be great, obviously, to get to that point to take advantage of that situation. You have to stay healthy. There's a lot of things that have to happen. Luck plays a factor as well. But I'm not going to sit up here and say that you know they haven't been lucky. Of course, they've been lucky. They've been fortunate, and they've taken advantage of the situation. And the Absolutely. truth is, they've also been good. You know, let's That's it can't it can't be denied great. that they've been good. They've so, been great. So compared to historically with the Patriots team, uh, I'm looking at this with the roster. I see this roster. And in my opinion, do you think this is the worst put-together roster in the Belichick-Brady era? I think, I think if you look at the team as a whole, they certainly have a lot of holes in different areas that they need to address. But, you know, as long as you have Bill Belichick as your coach, Tom Brady as your QB, and Kronk, if he stays healthy – uh, they'll come out of the AFC East once again. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, I think as long as you're in the AFC East, yeah, they're making so the playoffs. Basically, so the answer to that question is, as long as Miami Dolphins, as long as New York Jets, <laughs> and as long as the Buffalo Bills are the opponents in that division, they will always be fine. Absolutely. As long as they have those three guys that I mentioned, I think they'll be fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's not going to change. I think the stability of excellence that they've continued to have over the years and the carousel of the coaching staff and the quarterbacks for the other three teams – uh, is just helping the Patriots no matter what, and I think they'll they'll once again come out of the AFC. The Patriots have lost quite a bit this year, yeah. especially at the wideout spot, yeah. wide receiving uh, position. They get Dante Hightower back, which is huge for them on defense. Which is big, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. But even with Julian Edelman out uh, yeah. four weeks, he's yeah. out a month, um, that might play a factor in their first four games. But at the end of the day, I think you hit the nail on the head. One of the things that makes Tom Brady so great, he doesn't necessarily need to have, you know, star or well-known wide receivers or tight ends or whatever. This Obviously, they do have Gronk. But these guys have a reputation, particularly Tom Brady, with getting guys who, you know, nobody really knows, nobody's really heard about, and taking them to the next level. He seemed to really master yeah. that, you know, that short pass, that mid-range game, if you will, using a basketball kind of terminology. And, um, you know, their offensive schemes have been amazing. And yeah. uh, they don't need to have, you know, the most well-known, you know, guys at the wide out slot or, you know, tight end, whatever. Uh, they actually create guys and they help guys to actually create a name for themselves. And that's one of the things that makes Tom Brady the greatest quarterback in the league right now. Whether he's the greatest of all time, that's up to for debate. But uh, he's definitely in the conversation. As, as definitely definitely a guys. system there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's facts, man. You can't go wrong with facts. I mean, yeah. it is what that's it is. So from one, uh, one quarterback situation we know and understand to one that is a little more up in the air this year, we saw the Bills make the playoffs for the first time in forever mm -hmm. yeah. and then lose their quarterback. So, so what's yeah. going on with Buffalo this year, man? Well, I, w I would have to think that, you know, they, they drafted Josh Allen. Um, he was seventh overall in this past year's draft. Uh, they have Nathan Peterman, who hasn't really shown me much. I think he played a few games last year or whatnot. But Josh Allen, 
He was, what, 9 for 19 in the preseason opener. Uh, but apparently he's got a really electric arm. Uh, he could throw the deep ball quite well. And now he's got Kelvin Benjamin over there with him. So that's going to help. I mean, Kelvin Benjamin, he said he needed an accurate quarterback. Uh, yeah, but, but let's be honest. He also called Peterman an accurate quarterback. And, and, also, and that we know exactly. is not true. And also, we also want to add Josh Allen probably had one of the worst accuracy percentage of every elite true. quarterback. Yes. So, all right, the words yeah. about accuracy, accuracy seem like it's the other way around. Right? Yeah. So should true. we should we expect the Bills to repeat, or are they uh, doomed be to be throwing each other through tables again for eternity? So, so here's <laughs> my thing. My prediction is the Bills are going to win a total of, let's check this out, guys, one, Woo. two, three. I have the Bills winning three games <laughs> this season. <laughs> I have them falling out of contention. 3-13, and 13. they have no QB. They're a mess. Look at the LaShawn McCoy situation. Yeah, right. The legal troubles that, you know, seem to, you know, obviously I'm sure we've all listened to the news. We know what's happening there. The allegations with this ex-girlfriend, that whole home robbery situation is kind of reminding me of a potential, you know, uh, past Ray Carruth situation way back in the days yeah. that he was involved in, in, you know, some shady business. Uh, shady, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> no pun intended. Shady right? got some shady. No, no pun, actually, pun fully intended. <laughs> <laughs> On a serious note, he could seriously be lost for the season if certain things remain true. I mean, it's just not a good situation for the Bills, particularly with no quarterback. Um, I don't see them winning more than three, four games at the most this season. So, I don't so you basically seen the Bills being the Bills. Yeah, reversed. It's what it is. Yeah. Bills, the Bills yeah, back to like being the Bills. Exactly. Johnny Cab's not going to like that at all. No, he's not going to like that. Uh, they lost Incognito as well, so that's going to yeah. be a huge loss in the defensive end. So. Yeah. That is Wilkinson. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, All right. So from one rookie quarterback question in uh, in Buffalo to another rookie quarterback situation down in North Jersey, talk to yeah. me a little bit about the Jets. Is Sam Darnold the guy who's gonna gonna make that happen for he's, them? Is he the Messiah? Everybody's talking about in the Big Apple. Yeah, well, you know what? He certainly looked impressive in, in week one of the preseason. Obviously, it is a preseason. Week one, he was, what, 13 for 18 for 96 yards and a TD. Uh, a lot of expectations for this young man. But keep your eye on Teddy Bridgewater as well. Yeah. He was he's 7 for contention. 8 in that game. He's looking for a big comeback. He can't, he's coming off that huge injury in Minnesota. Uh, so I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But I know the fans are on the Sam Darnold bus. Yeah. Um, I think know, it I, has I think to be if you're a Jets fan. You know, you need that You need that new hope to ride on, you know? Absolutely. What, the last time they made the playoffs, they had, what, Mark Sanchez as their quarterback? <laughs> right. Is that the butt fumble? No, yeah. he is. So but, my, my thing I'm, wor I'm, worried, I'm worried about the Jets is, uh, obviously, they got a new toy, which is a new quarterback, like what we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, once you start your quarterback, you have a first-round pick, you know what that means. You're going to play with that toy. Yeah. Uh, so my question is, is Todd Bowles, uh, obviously, he's not locked in as a long-term fix. Is Todd Bowles, will, will Todd Bowles be the coach that will coach Sam Darnold for the future? Well, it all depends how they do. Um, I don't necessarily see them doing too well this year. I mean, how much can you really trust a rookie quarterback? So I don't necessarily see them doing too well. Obviously, they're in a weak division, so they'll be playing divisional opponents like whatever six times or whatever the case. I have them, you know, possibly second, maybe third in the division. Um, Buffalo, as I said earlier, I mean, I see them winning three games, so they'll certainly be last in the division. Oh, um, I want to see what you I, think about the next Yeah, we'll get to that. I'll tell you guys this. I'm actually a pretty big fan of uh, Terrell Pryor, the wide receiver. Um, he hasn't really played the greatest. Whatever. I just think that it could be potentially a new good opportunity for him to kind of assert himself, uh, you know, in a new team. He's played in, I believe, seven different teams in his eight years. So hopefully he's finally found a home and he can kind of take that next step and get some credibility in the league. 
But uh, it won't be easy. It definitely won't be I, easy. I, hey, and I'll tell you one thing. I think these teams in the AFC East and all around the league need to stick with their coaches a little bit longer. You know what I mean? I think it's just, you know, you see these one- and two-year deals and then they're done. Uh, let them go through the growing pains. Todd Bowles has been around a long time. He's been a great assistant coach. I think, you know what, let him build. Let him build his franchise to where it needs to be. Give him some time. Obviously, if you don't see the results right away, uh, you, you're, you're quick to make a change. But I think if you give him two, three years and see what happens, then they can make a decision. But I, I would like them to stick with him. I'm with you on this one. I think that when you got a rookie quarterback, that's what you got to do. For the most part. So, I mean, we'll see, we'll see what happens, man. All right, so that takes us to the last team in this division, which, frankly, we assumed were going to be the, the worst last team, team in football. But you got the Bills. <laughs> let's let's talk about the Dolphins, man. Uh, God, right? That seemed like the biggest mess of a mess over there. I see a mess in every aspect, from the GM to the head coach to the quarterback. I mean, well, I start. see a dumpster fire over there in Miami, man. Well, let's start with that quarterback situation. They're getting Tannehill back this year. Right. Guys, is that going to matter? Is that a good thing or bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> Tannehill, he's an average quarterback. I mean, he's had, he's shined, he's had his moments here and there. Um, I don't see them doing, I mean, once again, they're in the weakest division, probably, you know, the most, as I said earlier, irrelevant division, likely in all of uh, pro he's sports. In all of sports. I, I really don't expect too much. Uh, what was the record last year? Six, uh, did they win six wins? I think they had five, no? Five or six wins. Yeah, yeah it was a dumpster fire, man. We yeah, well, yeah. But anytime you bring in Jay Cutler as your savior, Adam, you know you've got problems. Adam Gaze don't know what the fuck he's don't, doing don't over get, there. Don't get me started on Jay Cutler. Uh, <laughs> okay. And they actually lost Jarvis Landry to their best yeah. wide so yeah. I think that's going to be a pretty And they lost Sue. They, and they lost everything, they man. Lost, they lost, uh, what, what did Cam Newton call him? Donkey Kong Sue? Donkey Kong Sue. So, so what, what's your? I want to hear your prediction because you said the Bills. Because to me, I think the Bills are a better team than the dumpster fire that's happening well, over there well, in South Beach. I, okay? I actually like the Dolphins better than the Bills. I think the Dolphins will probably be around about the five or six win mark. Uh, I mean, they're not going to be in contention, but I, I actually would put them ahead of the Bills. In one one thing about the Dolphins is they play uh, New England really tough at home. Usually, that's true. Yeah, that's uh, true. They beat uh, up on on Tom Brady last hey. year in. Hey, and that one thing I want to tell you, I don't know if you all been in the States. Do you guys know what happens in South Beach in November, <laughs> December? Okay. Do you yeah. think those Patriots guys are really worried what's going to happen? No. Because they always play towards the end of the season. It's usually around That's, Christmas, yeah. Thanksgiving. Right. You know what they're doing? They're taking their family yeah, to, to South be Beach. Fuck out of Boston. Yes. They don't yeah, worry about the Dolphins. Man, I love it. Now, one thing I'll point out also is the Dolphins. They did add Danny Amendola, former Patriot. Oh, yeah. my God. Not the all-legend Danny Amendola. Uh, that's what I was going to say is, is now thing. you're having Ryan Tannehill throwing them the ball instead of Tom hey, Brady. So hold I up. I, they lost Javis Landry, and they got Danny Amendola. Whoa, what an even exchange right there. <laughs> oh, not even at all. But they got Kenny Stills. They got some pieces, but, I mean, I, I – I, they could very well be picking number one overall next year. <laughs> that was their question. Is, uh, is this a team? Uh, Mike Pouncey. Yeah, I think Mike Pouncey did leave their center. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, gone. Yeah. Their it's, offensive line is It's a, a dumpster fire like I keep Jay telling you they traded last year. All right. Yeah. So, so that seems a mess all the way from the organization. Right, right from the organization. So we're looking at we're looking at the uh, the Patriots at the at the top again as always, right? And then, who do you got next? You got the uh, the Jets coming in after that, and then the Dolphins, and then the the poor lowly Buffalo Bills. I, I for me, I would probably put the Jets in second place. Mm -hmm. Wow, Dolphins, Dolphins in third, and then the Bills in fourth. Whoa! So you guys both think the Bills are worse than the Dolphins? Yes, I oh, do. Oh, big time! Wow. I think the 
I think the Bills have some serious issues. As I said, I see them winning no more than four games. No, I, I actually, sorry, I actually got the Dolphins third and then the Bills fourth. So right. I got the Dolphins a little bit better than the Bills. Wow, with that shenanigan is going up in um, on South Beach, you must be too far from Toronto. That's a long way down there. Because <laughs> it is, I mean, it is not because they're closer to Buffalo, so they see the trash. Hey, guys, yeah. As long as as long as my Steelers are holding the Lombardi at the end of the year, I can care less. <laughs> so one, one thing I also want to ask you guys, other than the Patriots, do you see any other team finishing 500 above in this division? Oh, boy. No. I'm not, <laughs> I don't. To be honest, it's going to be tough. Um, <laughs> the Dolphins, the Jets might have a chance. It's kind of a toss-up there. But I, I really don't see it happening. I, I it's, it's going to be tough. I'm with Nilo on this one, just a straight now, now, now. To be honest with you, even my Patriots, I see them somewhat taking a step back. What did we win last year? I think 13 games. I honestly see them finishing possibly 10 and 6. Obviously, you know, the start of the season uh, without Edelman there. Um, you know, Tom Brady's going to be a year older. They have some issues on the offensive line as well. Uh, their defense, you never really know what to expect there. And they so, got a tough first four games. Without, that's another thing. Uh, yeah, they're I think they play Jacksonville. And I Houston. mean, they're going to obviously win the division. That's a damn, damn <laughs> um, I don't know if they'll win more than 11 games. You know, 10, 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Well, I put it like this. They're, they're going to sweep the division. So that means only got to win four more out-of-conference games. Yep, and they'll get in. Yeah, we'll see. Well, what look, I mean, they lost to Miami last year, so who knows if. Oh, oh, I forgot doing this. You're yeah, right. They have uh, six games, I believe, against they, uh, their uh, division, the AFC. You're right, because they do got to make a trip down to South Beach. They do, I, yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't even, expect Gronk to play another, well that hey, game. That's another bye week for New England, but they never mentioned that. <laughs> well, fellas, we are almost out of time here with you. Before we let you go, though, I want to switch gears for just a second because one of the, uh, you know, being in Toronto, we got to right. ask you an NBA question right away. You know how yeah, that goes. Bring it, man. bring it on. Tell me a little bit, what do you think is going to happen with the Raptors and Kawhi this year? Is this going to get them over the hump? With the baby dinosaurs. You guys are not even real dinosaurs yet. With the baby baby dinosaurs. (laughs) T-Rex up in here, man. What's up? Listen, um, I think it was a great move. I think Masai needed to make a change. He said he was going to make changes. Uh, I think DeMar DeRozan's time was up as valuable. And as much as he he contributed to the city of Toronto, not only on the court but off the court, uh, it just was time to move on. And you had an opportunity to get a top five player in the NBA, possibly the best two-way player in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, it, could, yeah it could be for one year. Um, a lot of people are saying, hey, maybe they do sign in long term. Let's see what happens. But you have a chance right now to get to the NBA finals. I don't know. I think I would say I would put Toronto ahead of Philadelphia. Maybe I was just a, about to say that. Yeah, yeah step behind. Watch out there. This guy's a Philly guy, man. Let's I like show. my Sixers, <laughs> but I, I still think the Celtics are the cream of that crop right now. Yeah, I do. I agree. I think the yeah. Celtics are still better. But, you know, in a seven-game series, anything can happen. And I think the Raptors have a better bench. Um, I would agree mm-hmm. that overall talent for Boston is better than Toronto. But I do think the Raptors have a great shot. I think Danny Green is going to be huge for yeah. Toronto, especially just kind of setting the tone on defense along with Kawhi Leonard. But it's, it's a big change. And another thing that we seem to forget, obviously the main focus is on Kawhi Leonard, but the Raptors have a new coach. New coach. Well. Mm-hmm. Dump, yeah. dump the so, coach of the year. Uh, I don't know how that's going to play in, in effect. But um, they're definitely top three in the East, I would say. I would put them probably a notch ahead of uh, Philadelphia just because of experience and whatnot, particularly if Kawhi is healthy. But definitely I have Boston being the number one team in the East, the team to beat. And uh, we'll see what happens if everyone's healthy. You know, that's, and that's, that's another thing with the health. That the Raptors are very fortunate over the last few years have. to be very healthy. They haven't lost uh, a major player to a key injury. Uh, and if they stay healthy, they're a very talented team. I think they're going to utilize Jonas Valanciunas more in the middle. 
Um, Sergi Bach coming off a poor playoff, but he's been pretty steady during the regular season. Got Danny Green. OG is a star in the making, I think. So I, they got a lot of good pieces, a lot of young pieces that they can build around as well. All right, final question, boys. You guys are up there in Toronto. What should Kawhi not miss? What what will keep him in Toronto? You got to go see when you're here, Kawhi. Yeah, what man. is it, man? What would entice the guru and Kawhi? You know, because, you know, I'm the guru. I mean, Kawhi, we go way back. Guru might be the, the greatest two-way player in uh, in podcasting. Damn right. I brought two ways. So, what's the sights, what's the sights and sound that the guru need to see and smell and taste, you know? <laughs> you know what I would say is just playing that building 41 times a year. You're going to feel the electricity, the atmosphere, the fans in Toronto. It's a good We're very team. passionate. It gets loud. Playoff time, uh, Jurassic Park outside uh, is crazy. The fans here love their sports. They love their, their Raptors. Yeah. They will show him support, and I think that's going to be – I mean, San Antonio's got a great fan base as well, but I think once he witnesses how much love the city is going to pour into him uh, – obviously, you know, we have CN Tower. we got a lot of nice sights and sounds and, and Niagara Falls and things like that, but I don't think those things appeal to Kawhi. I think he wants to be welcomed. He wants to be uh, feeling like home. So I think, you know, when he sees the fan love, I think he'll want to stay. So let me let, let me say this, guys, and I'm going to be consistent with what I said in our Toronto Talk Sports podcast, you know, a couple weeks back. I think there's a slim to none chance that Kawhi re-signs. And I don't think it's a big deal at all. I still think the Raptors benefited from that trade because yep. there's a huge uh, crop of free agents in 2019. Um, I think Kawhi's destined for L.A. It seems to be that's where he wants to take his talents. And uh, truth be told, and I'll say it right here on the podcast on uh, on Trash Talk Radio, that I'm a huge Lakers fan. That's actually my team, my team for life. And, uh, you know, I'd love to see Kawhi Leonard in the purple and gold. I can't lie, man. I don't, I don't know if he wants to play with LeBron, to be honest. Uh, so. See, one thing I always tell, uh, I tell uh, especially our guys from out the country, what makes it difficult, and I think you guys are just in the short end of the stick, unless you guys draft a, a, a homegrown, in a sense, draft a player to be a superstar, it's very, very difficult. For being an American-born guy, raised here, went to school here, everybody knows me from college, from high school to college, and now I have to move my family to go to another country to speak a different language. My kids got to do this. It's very difficult for that. You know, it's basically so, so, so it. You so know, what language you guys speak in the states? No, but we speak American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we it's speak a, American. It's like it's like <laughs> gutter Canadian. Yeah, it's get it's ghetto English. That's what it's called, American. <laughs> And with that, boys, we are about out of time today. I want to thank uh, Milo and Hez from Toronto Talk Sports for joining us yes, this week sir. on Trash Talk Radio. The if you're looking for six. them, if you're looking for them, you can find them at TorontoTalkSports.com. You can find them on Instagram at Facebook at Toronto Talk Sports, and you can find them on Twitter at To Talk Sports. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. You know we're going to be checking in as the season goes and uh, and get you talking a little more AFC East with us. And when am I going to get my maple syrup, you guys? When am I getting my maple? Maple syrup, Canada. Send a couple of bottles, no problem. Oh my word! We gotta, we gotta have you guys on our show one day. You hey, bet, man. Anytime. time. We'll yeah. see you next time. Thanks a lot, guys. All right, guys. Take Thanks, care, guys. guys. Thanks for having us. Good night, Canada. Peace. Speaking of dominated, before we go, one of the fun stories of the week. Let's get a little fun shit in here. Uh, one of the fun stories of the week was was uh, Tom Brady, uh, the the prettiest uh, goat of all time. Turned 40 years old this week. 40, huh? Can you believe it? 40 damn, years old. Damn. I got a little game. You want to play a game? Let's it's go. called Older Than Tom Brady. Oh. Question one, Lestro. Is Lestro older than Tom Brady? Oh, damn. Mm, do I get a time clock? In? I would say no. Lestro is older than Oh. Tom Brady. oh.
<laughs> where he looks younger. Not he bad, look, ladies. He looks like Tom Brady. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. He's exactly as tall, the same abs. <laughs> Still running for the six flat in the 40. Yeah, looks fantastic <laughs> next to supermodels. Uh, so, so for the record, Tom Brady was born August 3rd, 1977. Here we go. Uh, number one, the Seattle Seahawks. Are the Seattle Seahawks older than Tom Brady? They are... Younger than Tom Brady. No, the Seattle Seahawks are older than Tom Brady. Their first game was in 1976. Ooh. Uh, how about the Seattle Mariners? Are they older than Tom Brady? The Mariners are older than Tom Brady. They are, but just barely. They started in April. He was born in August. How about the song Rapper's Delight? Hip hop, hip it to the hippity hip hip, mm-hmm. hoppy, you don't stop the rockin'. Oh, that Brady, that gotta be. That's a, oh, Oh, man, that's younger than Brady. That is younger than Brady. Yeah, that came man. out in 1979. Brady Ooh. was two. I bet he was getting down to it. Uh, uh, how about Fergie of the Black Eyed Peas? Fergie. Fergie. Oh, man, Still. I love me some Fergie. Fuck yeah. Ooh. Is Fergie older than Tom Brady? Dude, I don't even. Oh, man, I'm going to sound bad. No, she's younger than Tom fucking Brady. That is the correct answer. Actually, uh, yes, she is older than Tom Brady. I'm going to give you credit for it because, yes, the correct answer is Fergie looks younger than Tom Brady. Of course she does. That is uh, is absolutely right. Uh, So how about the Walkman? The Walkman. Is the, Dude, are you fucking serious? The Walkman? The Walkman. That don't even exist no the more. The Sony Walkman. Is what it older hell? than Tom Brady? It's extinct. <laughs> it's, it's, Came it, and it's went. It's the endangered list, man. Did it Jesus come and go before Christ. after Tom Brady? Uh, it gotta be older than Brady, man. No, the Walkman came in in 1979. What about the Big Mac? Oh, shit. Is the Big Mac older than Tom Brady? Dude. The Big Mac been here since it's... I bet you Brady was eating the Big Mac, so it gotta be older than Brady. The Big Mac is older than Tom Brady. That mm-hmm. was in 1968. What about the Chicken McNugget? Is the Chicken McNugget... Ooh, don't get Tom me Brady. on the McNugget, son. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Brady gotta be older than Nuggets, son. He is older yeah, than the Nuggets. Man. They came the out in 1979 as a Chicken McNuggets. All right, recently retired goat argument uh, guy himself, uh, Kobe Bryant. Is Kobe Bryant older or younger than oh, Tom Brady? Oh, man, I think they're... Kobe... They're close, man. That's a good one, man. Yeah. Kobe, 90s, Kobe Kobe came in 96 in the league, so that he was in high school, so he is older than Tom Brady. No, he is younger than what? Tom Brady. Already retired, younger than Tom Brady. Kobe Bryant was born on August 23rd, 1978. Hey, happy early birthday, Kobe. Uh, Miss that one. How about the Space Call the Shuttle? Show, Kobe, call the show. Sorry. You remember the Space Shuttle? Which one? All of them. <laughs> the Space Shuttle. Is oh, the like, Space Shuttle program older or younger than Tom Brady? The program, the one that like, landed on the moon and the, shit? No, that's Apollo. Just the, uh, just the shuttle. God uh, damn, what the hell is the difference? Well, they're, they're different rockets. Oh, okay, but is the rockets the shuttle? Uh, the shuttle. The, okay, yeah, like they were older than Brady. The space truck. They, uh, they are not. They are. They oh, came okay. and went in Adam Brady's lifetime, 1981. <laughs> uh, oh, oh right. isn't that when this thing blew up? We got a, uh, no, that was in the 86. That oh, was the one that blew up in 86. Uh, we got two more for you here. Uh, we love her. Uh, Sophia Vergara. Is Sophia Ooh, Vergara oh, older or oh, younger than Tom Brady? Oh, mamma Uh-oh. Uh, I hope somebody don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Nah, she um, she looks younger. That's what matters. But she's older. She is older. She's yeah, uh forty five this year. She turned forty five. Still, see, looks I'm great, happy you don't. I'm saying you're saying the age out, not me. So. I got it. It's my job. Mm. I don't really want to. Uh, it's also all on Wikipedia. That's where oh. these come from. So they may not actually be right. You know how mm. these things go. Yeah, uh, and finally, one more. Uh, older than Tom Brady or not is. Supermodel wife Giselle Bunkin, older or younger than Tom Brady? 
WTF. You like that? That's a good you one to know? end on, right? Is Brady rocking the cradle? <laughs> or does he, you know, does he like his sugar mamas? What is it going to be? Tommy, Tommy boy, man. He looked like a, he looked pretty. You know what? She dominates him, I think. She be dressing him up. You know, that's just the goo's point. So I'd say she might be older than him. Uh, I agree that she definitely dominates him and dresses him up. But no, she is younger than him. She turned 37 this year. So oh, I'm so, that, hey, my bad. Giselle, that is how we man. play older than Tom my Brady. Bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad now. Radio.